my thought process is this. If we can track gas in our cars, which saves us time by letting us know how much gas we have in tank before embarking on a trip, then why shouldn't Hola. we track personal finance? Do you or someone dare to you know a solopreneur who can't attend family and friends events because their life is their business, mainly due to wearing all the hats? Imagine a solution that streamlines workflows, liberating time for them. You don't need to envision it. That's precisely what my podcast, Holla with Holla Williams, is dedicated to. I'm Holla Williams, your host. I teach solopreneurs how to navigate the dynamic challenges of entrepreneurship. Tune in and reclaim your time. Have you ever set a goal of tracking your personal finances and do actually start to do it only to see that you lack the steam to go on tracking after some time? Well, if yes, you're not alone. I've lost count of the number of times I've planned to track my spending and do actually start doing it for some months only to see that I have several months to catch up on after some time. Today's topic is saving time using personal finance apps. For over five years now, I've been researching how to save time by tracking personal finances. And my thought process is this, if we can track gas in our cars, which saves us time by letting us know how much gas we have in tank before embarking on a trip, then why shouldn't we track personal finances? I'm particularly interested in personal finance because I believe business finance is structured enough. At least most times, we need to keep records of spending to continue in business. But personal finance can easily go untracked and it can lead to waste of time if not approached intentionally. I interviewed and surveyed working professionals and entrepreneurs to feel their pulse on their use of automation in their personal finances. For example, questions about grocery shopping were asked as relating to personal finance. Interestingly, I noticed that experienced workers found grocery shopping more daunting than when compared with less experienced workers. This shows that the latter would rather focus on less operational activities then I wondered, could a reason for this be the routine nature of such activities? So for such shoppers who find in-person shopping experience depressing, could an errand hub be a refreshing development? My research shows that a personal finance app that tracks expenditure sounds like good news to an average worker. Some of these apps can even generate personal cash inflow, and hard flow reports. This can be a valuable budget planning and monitoring tool. By the way, this may be something you may want to consider, especially at this time of the year where we reflect and plan into the future. So how does such an app actually save time, a personal finance app? Well, some have intelligence to group a user's money from a bank account into types of income and expenses, allowing granularity as may be desired by the user. In turn, this could promote wealth management by hidden discipline in money habits. 
with an average of about 67% of my respondents believing that e-payment platforms are generally secure, I believe individuals should be comfortable with the benefits such platforms can bring to routine personal finance activities, such as grocery shopping. Generally, cybersecurity is one of the key concerns of retail consumers, and my research shows this as well. With about 40% of respondents during the interview sessions, they alluded to the concern of cybersecurity about the remaining 60% were indifferent. From supplying of card details on an online payment platform to capturing of personal information, such as emails, phone numbers, some people feel somewhat a bit weary of any offerings of personal e-finance. Sometimes um, personal finance have, you know, the seamless interface with financial institutions can be a discouraging factor as well. You know, 70% of respondents, um, they were, they responded in the affirmative when asked about the complexity of synchronizing a personal finance app with payment platforms, for example. But notwithstanding all these responses, it does appear that most people they may already be extremely comfortable with using of um, digital path platforms. Therefore, it may not really matter if some consider digital platforms to be insecure. After all, the world is going digital and people have to align with the trend, or don't they? With all this information, it seems that personal e-finance planning packages can be of immense value to individuals, especially solopreneurs, that need their time freed up. So the question is, how are you going to start using the opportunities available with the use of these apps to get your time freed up? Well, I'll stop here for now and hopefully I can share concluding perspectives on next episode. Until then, it's that time of the year and I'm hoping you and all yours do have a very Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Thanks for joining today. Hopefully, that has impacted you positively in some ways. As we all know, personal circumstances are quite different. So, I encourage you to apply the lessons in line with your own context. Until next episode. Do holler to connect with people. And remember, let's continue to learn together and be encouraged to keep on connecting. Holla! <laughs>